0: hey you're listening to yo this can't be life the podcast that aims to educate and inform black women on how to take better care of their physical mental and financial health i'm your host Bree montgomery and i'm inviting you to join me as i interview resident experts to find out the cheat codes to living your best life the information provided is intended to be general advice and should not be considered medical advice for that please consult your medical professional today in the guest chair we have christina weary a trauma-informed yoga instructor and a doula. She is the owner and creator of Thick Girl Yoga LA, a space for all who embrace body confidence while creating a community of sustenance and support for full-figure women who are on a journey towards wellness and self-acceptance. Thick Girl Yoga LA is not a yoga class, it's a way of life. By utilizing the healing power of yoga, Big Girl Yoga LA aims to unite those seeking healing, empowerment, and a deeper connection to self with those capable of inspiring such to ultimately yield a power-filled, soul-inspired community of healers. And with that, let's get into the show. At this time, I'd like to welcome Christina Wary to the show. Tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, first, thank you. Thank you for having me. As you said, my name is Christina, and I am from Los Angeles, California. I am the creator of Thick Girl Yoga LA and um, a mother, a auntie, a goddess, <laughs> and forever growing. So I'm glad to be here to share and to um, continue to inspire and uplift as I do through Thick Girl Yoga LA.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm so glad you were able to join us. So I was wondering... How did you get started on this wellness journey in the first place? Um,
1: we're going to give you the the short, the short, a little short version. Um, yeah, it was it was me not being comfortable with myself, continuously in a state of depression, continuously in a state of of self doubt, and um, it was painful it was it was definitely painful, and um, I was looking for a way out. I was looking for because a part of me had had felt um, I, I definitely believe it was my own inner divinity that um, reminded me that life wasn't supposed to be the way that I was living it. Mm-hmm. So um, the first the first tool that was introduced to me really was writing. Was writing, um, was expressing myself through, you know, creativity and poetry, and writing in a journal, and, and literally releasing. And from there, I, I just moved into reading a lot of self-help books, and the first one was uh, the Law of Attraction, which brought in a lot of change for me uh, mentally because. I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking in a sense of abundance. Um, I was thinking in a sense of lack and that's what continuously happened. And um, from the, the self-help books, I learned to be able to sit, sit and be still (laughs) and meditation. Meditation was introduced to me um, through uh, self-awareness and um, self-realization. And so asana was last which is which is always funny when i when i tell the story um but it's it's the movement the movement the poses the asana that came last for me um but it was really about going deeper um and as we as most of us do um have some childhood traumas that we possibly didn't heal from and adult behaviors that are just not us not of us but they are they're products of, of the things that we've been through, through this, this journey, this experience. And so, um, that, that began that it was a, it was definitely a process as we know, we see memes that say healing is a process. There's no, you know, uh, there's no one way to heal. And so all of those tools kind of just led me up into, into just knowing myself better and learning, learning and unlearning, you know, letting go of, of old ideas that were literally just embedded and um, that were no longer serving me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> she said, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, it was a journey most definitely. And it's still it. Yeah, is, you know?
0: absolutely. It's still, it's still going. And we, we love that. So, once you said you, you got into yoga, you settled on yoga, how did you know that that was like where you wanted to concentrate?
1: I love to move. I do. I love to move. Um, before yoga, I had, I had began running, which was different. I was a very lazy kid, Un, uninspired, I'll say that, uninspired child, and I didn't move a lot. And um, I was going through something at a job I was working at, and I started to run. And, um, I, I did, I enjoyed running. It was, it was beneficial and it, it helped me during that time to clear my head. And, um, from there I lost a lot of weight and there was this, this notion that, you know, if you lose weight, you'll be happy. And, um, that wasn't the case for me. There were still things that I needed to heal from still things that I needed to let go of. And so, um, yoga for me, actually, actually I'll, I'll, I'll back up just a bit. Um, I was introduced to yoga through a community college class that was LA in Clover city. And I was taking it to fulfill my requirements, my PE requirements. And um, I actually walked out of the class with the thirst to want more. And um, for our final we um we created a sequence and we taught it to our little pod. So it was four people to a pod and um and we did it that way. And uh every day, every every time I left that class, I felt I felt empowered, I felt um encouraged to continue. And I didn't feel like I just put my body through anything extra rigorous to where I wouldn't want to come back. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, it was more or less like I can still move my body. I can still sit with myself and connect with my body. Um, And that was really what, what, brought me to the asana, to the yoke, to my yoga practice, which is it can be, it can be as rigorous as I would like it to be, or it can be as restful as I like it to be as well. So I like that have options with yoga.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I like that too. Cause you know, sometimes you just need different things and you can listen right. to your body and kind of decide where you want to go with it, what kind of class you want to take. Yes. So after that, what made you decide to say, okay, instead of being the student, now I want to teach others?
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a teacher.
1: I'm a teacher at heart. I substitute teacher um, K through 12. Okay. But it's, I, I, I do, I love to share as well. But for me, it was how I felt. And understanding that there are people who grew up who grow up with yoga and meditation. Like it's a part of their upbringing. And what I kept on thinking during my, uh, my yoga teacher training was what if I had this? What if I had this as a child, you know, how would I have responded differently to, you know, these situations that happen? Um, You know, how, how would I have, um, how would I handle it? You know, how would I have handled myself? Um, so I thought about those things and I'm just like, there are women, there are black women. Um, there are women who look like me. Um, and we also thick girl yoga, thick girl. I'm a thick girl. (laughs) I'm a thick woman most definitely. So, um, it was just like, okay, well, I don't see, I don't see a lot of women I don't see a lot of black women. I don't see a lot of um plus size, fat, large, whatever label it is you like to be identified by. I don't see that happening. And the healing that I was able to 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 do from getting on my mat and committing to myself, to my practice. I'm like other people need to know about this. And um, you know some of some of the time, you know the, the cliche sayings they hold some truth. That's why they're cliche. People keep on repeating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. them; they they hold weight. And um, the the understanding and the teaching that I have now is, you know, the awareness that our body holds on to things. And um, I'm in astrology. I'm a Pisces, water. So there's certain things that that I've been sensitive to and I didn't know about until my practice Mm. Um, and be just being able to, again, sit with myself and, um, being unwavering in, in my, uh, my faith and my practice has, has helped me to heal. So I'm like, this is, this is a part of my service. And as a child, I knew I was supposed to serve. I just didn't know how, and so um I served through the way that you know I was able to heal and I'm thankful for all of my teachers who had the patience to journey with me through that. And so I feel like it's a part of my duty to to share what it is that that I've received. And um I'm naturally a researcher. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I share with, you know, uh whoever whomever comes to my my classes like you get more it's more than a yoga class this
0: for sure. Oh nice nice I mean and you you bring up some valid points because you know you see like now people are starting to learn about the effects that yoga can have everywhere, not just you know the typical yoga girl, that you kind of saw growing up where you didn't feel like it was for you. And even with children, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of cities like in Chicago, Detroit, Baltimore are starting to integrate these things in the community centers and even regular schools. I mean, because these kids are so traumatized, you know, with the racism, with the stress of being in a high crime neighborhood, with the stresses of, you know, being in some of these households that are not the best, how are they dealing with this? And I just hope that they integrate those kind of things more because they do help and they do make a difference because the anxiety and the stress is, it doesn't bypass you because you're only seven or 10 right. or 12. You know what I'm saying?
1: Very, very true. And especially with, you know, with COVID this year, you know, Ooh, yeah. um, being, we understand as adults that we're, we're all going through something yet, you know, our seeds are going through something completely different because they are taken, they have been taken away from their norm if if that was their norm. And I mean, even going outside to the park at this point is, you know, a challenge, you know, can't touch certain things. And so, um, I've been paying attention to my little one as well and working to, to, um, have, (laughs) <laughs> little meetups via zoom with her friends and making sure that she's okay because again um these are the times where their behaviors you know these 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 things these experiences can disrupt certain growth and so yeah yes, giving them the tools early giving them the tools now is is great just for um their overall growth but most importantly too their mental their mental health
0: absolutely absolutely so you talked about how you know seeing some, how important seeing someone who looks like you with fit girl yoga how does how does that um go into the the program like what makes it different and more accepting
1: I am a nurturer by nature.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so I
1: welcome, usually, you know, I would welcome everyone into my class with a hug. Okay. Um, You are welcomed to our in-person classes. You are welcome to our virtual classes just the way you are. Um, language makes a difference in how you speak to people. So I'm I'm more aware of, of the words that I use so that you're more encouraged than discouraged. Because there's a good amount of people who already have, you know, those corner thoughts of, I'm not flexible. I don't do this. I don't usually do this. This is not for me. And it's just like, wait, there are hieroglyphics doing yoga. This is you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is you. You can are not this. new to this. And um it doesn't always look like everyone else. It's not supposed to because you have a body and that other person has a body too. And guess what? Your pose doesn't have to look like theirs. We um we breathe, we breathe deep all the time. Um there's neo soul music, there's hip hop, there's there's culture in this. Mm. Many respects for the people who brought us this practice, yet, you know, we have to adopt it and make it ours to a certain degree so that it is able to connect with us the way it needs to, for us to heal, for us to to move forward, for us to connect with ourselves. Um, yeah, I believe that's how it's different. And the name itself, Thick Girl Yoga, everyone who shows up is about body positivity and they don't necessarily have to be fig.
0: Like right, right. You
1: know, It's not a requirement. I've had men in my classes. I've had family in my I have families in my classes. Um and it's about togetherness. It's about community. It's about being encouraged in your self-healing journey, knowing that you have some power. You know, we have we have that divinity and um just aligning with it and connecting with that, that power within
0: Yes, yes, I love it um and 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 it's it's so true how seeing someone who looks like you who encourages you even you know when you're trying something new you're right. wobbling, you know so just having somebody that gives that nurturing can just make the huge difference
1: mm-hmm. I grab your hand and we 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 uh we work it out we breathe it out you know and um, I'm thankful again um for my teachers who who did that for me and um it's a process because it's definitely new it's different so it's something that you um you know you're gentle you're gentle with yourself you don't want to <laughs> I'm not about to start yelling and you know you're not doing this right and you don't you don't want that energy because you won't come back and so <laughs> so um just making sure that that um there's an encouraging empowerment um vibe in all of our classes there's togetherness and um you know being being um transparent as well you know i'm i'm silly so i love to to make my uh my students laugh we we laugh as well um and sometimes we cry you know so um it's it's just recognizing and appreciating wherever you are in your journey,
0: yes, I I love you, keep
1: on keeping, you know keep on showing up for yourself
0: exactly I mean, and that's what it is you have to you have to take that first step, and then it's so wonderful when you have somebody willing to do the rest with you and then appreciate where you are and then in that way, when you progress, it'll just be that much more sweet,
1: yes. I love
0: that you have the different types of music, because that's one of my things with the workout. Like those, the traditional ones are fine, you know, but it's not going to get me in the zone. It's not going to keep me going like, you know, for example, when you're talking about some Neo soul or something, it just has a look, just a smidge more culture. And, yeah. you know, that's that could be just me, but I feel like I'm not the only one. So not it's wonderful <laughs> to hear that my type of yoga is out there too.
1: Yes, yes. And, um, yeah, Jilly from Philly, Erica, yeah. Erica Badu, we did a, um, a 90s hip-hop yoga, like, vinyasa flow workshop. And that was fun. I I had so much fun creating that playlist. And, um... It was something that that brought back that like a little nostalgia because I was young, (laughs) I was young in the '90s. But you know, having that that music there, it brought it brought some healing. You know, it brought movement, and you know that's what we paired together when we when we come together to have classes. You know, it's a healing movement, and um, music is our vibe,
0: right? (laughs) right.
1: Our vibe sometimes, and yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, nice. So I did read an article about you doing a a community class and even combining it with a singer. What was that like? And tell me a little bit more about that one.
1: Uh, Shout out to my brother, Dorian, Dorian Warrior. Dorian has been, um, he's actually, he's a yogi as well. And a a singer, comedic, not comedic, I do comedic Reiki, but he does uh, Reiki as well. He has a event, a series of events called Dorian's Neo Live, Neo Soul and Yoga Live events. And he and I have collaborated for, I believe, like the last three years. And um he will serenade with um his original music, which I love. It's very it's very encouraging. It's and it's real, you know what I mean? In a sense of understanding that we have trials and that we can overcome them. Um, you know, if we stay focused and, and understand that we are supported. And so having like the live music, having him there is definitely a, um, it's a gift, you know, it's a gift to, to be able to present with him and, um, I love it. We also it's it's fun too. It's fun <laughs> on top of everything because we get to have these dance breaks in the middle of our yoga class. Oh, I love it. And, um, you know, you just get to to vibe and understand that you know there's not there's no one way that things look. You know, yes. um, and I, I I love that. I love that.
0: I do too. I mean, the flexibility because you you make it your own. And I think that that is what kind of keeps people coming because it's like, okay, this is fun. This is enjoyable. It could be serious. It could be whatever you need it to be.
1: Mm Yep. Yep. Yep, and it can. It, it. I mean, you can wake up in the morning and do ten minutes of breathing. Um, for lunch, you can go to the park and do you know some type of flow to keep your energy up. And at night, you can literally start the way you started, which is sitting and breathing. Um, I'm definitely a writer by heart, so uh, I love to keep journals. And you know, the journal is a kind of like a record keeper, right? Of of what I was going through one day um, and versus the next or what I did, what tools that I used to um, to assist me this day versus the next. And um, I always encourage encourage my clients and students to to write to write. Um, And even if it's just, you know, a few things that you're grateful for after you take those breaths, it's so much interconnectedness with yoga. Like yoga is life um, in a sense that it means union and um, you're connecting your breath with your body. Mm. And so understanding that that is life you know, you being able to continue to manifest or release through that journal is is powerful before and after, like writing and um, breathing and stuff like that.
0: Nice. Now I know you kind of talked about Reiki. What is that?
1: So I um, there's there's Reiki, which is um. By way of Japan, but there's also Comedic Reiki, which I did my training, um, my certification, and so I'm certified Comedic Reiki too. And the difference is that we use instruments and symbols that are from commit. so they are more connected to people who have, um, you know, who are from the African diaspora, okay. and um. It's very powerful. <laughs> I I received my certification in Jamaica in 2017, I believe, and um, it was a life changing experience for me. And again, the the tools and the practices, the modalities that I shared that I share are ones that I've participated in, um, ones that I've I've used for myself. So I'm I'm not just sharing to share I'm sharing from understanding I'm sharing from um from being there and going there um and, and making it through and
0: I don't think I've ever heard of that version of Reiki before and I love it I'm like ooh, you had me at drum beats <laughs> yeah and
1: you know because th- that's what we connect with yes the drums. Yes. you know the drums that that rattle you know Um, those are, those are, those come from deep, deep down in our roots. And we do, we move. We are a culture that moves, that dances. Twerking is just a word for something that has been going on for a long time. There are chakras in that area and you are moving energy. Yes. So (laughs) it's and it. And it, what makes the difference is intention. Mm Mm-hmm. What is your intention to do? Is it to, you know, get some attention or is it to release, you know, from your root chakra, from your, your, your sacral chakra, from your solar plexus so that you can do what it is that you are here to do? Because we all got purpose, you know?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, (laughs) We've definitely talked about the different elements of body positivity and mindset. If you're new to this type of life, you're kind of starting on your wellness journey and you're trying to get, get started. What are kind of some of the things that you should do? Are there any starter poses? I know we talked about writing. Mm -hmm. um, And I, and I, I know you mentioned meditation. Like how do you, kind of get started or learn how to do those things? Are there some some resources that you would recommend, a little starter to get people going?
1: Okay. Well, um, you can always head to Thick Girl Yoga LA on YouTube or Instagram. Instagram, I do have some IGTV episodes there that could assist you. Um, Mm -hmm. But initially, I would say, if it is a meditation journey that you want to begin, start with sitting for 10 minutes. I would say seven to 10 minutes. Um, There are so many apps out right now. The one that I still use is Insight. Um, inside a great app. You can get guided meditation or you can possibly just go ahead and use um, like a frequency music or a relaxing music. But figure out what it what works for you, because maybe laying down on your back with your hands on your womb or your stomach may help you to concentrate better than sitting up with your legs crossed um, or sitting in a chair with your hands on your knees may be more comfortable to you than sitting with your legs crossed. So I would say play around with it and see what it is that works for your body and works for you. Um, but the other thing too, I think that gets, um, a little confusing for people is that they believe they're not supposed to have any thoughts during meditation. Thoughts come during meditation. <laughs> they most definitely come. And okay. the the thoughts um, that do arise when they do, thank them.
0: Okay. Okay. Say
1: thank you. And the way that you say thank you is by taking a nice big inhale. Cause that inhale is gonna allow you to connect back to your breath, connect back to the moment, and connect to you.
0: Okay. All right. So we definitely have learned that breathing is very, very important because I hear that a lot (laughs) and everything. Oh, I'm going
1: to leave it. I'm going to leave y'all another one too. breathe through your nose, breathe through your nose. I, um, as I said earlier, uh, I love research. So I like to share with people facts that, you know, other people have taken the time to to give us, which I'm definitely grateful for. But there is research done that people who are reactive and angry are mouth breathing. Mm. Now, what we're able to do when we breathe and we inhale and exhale through our nose is we're able to control our breath. We also humidify it a bit by taking it through the nostrils. Okay. So, that's that. That's probably that's the golden tip.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Mm. But,
1: um, you know, relax your that's jaw. Interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's and inhale interesting. And through your nose. All
0: right. Okay. So, if we would like, if we're in your area, yes, and want to see you in person, I know that COVID has done some changes. Are you yes. doing any classes now?
1: At the moment I, I don't have any um any well, I have class second week of December. Um, we're gonna do a um a park class at Delray Lagoon and Playa Vista. Um, December 17th, I have a Waste Beads and Wellness Workshop that mm-hmm. is, um, is going to happen in our virtual studio, a.k.a. Zoom. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so right now that special has started, which is you purchase a strand of Waste Beads starting at $15 and you are able to access this workshop. Um, it'll be an intro workshop, which will of course lead into um, a series of workshops in 2021. And we're centering womb wellness. We're centering centering waist beads as the healing tool, um, so that women are able to connect with that part of their body and understand, you know, the things that are going on, and um, they'll learn a bit more about waist beads and movements that may help during their cycle, um, if they no longer have a cycle and and things of that nature. So we are still moving a little bit in December, but I'm always available at um at Thick Girl Yoga LA um either at Gmail or Instagram. There's a lot of information there to assist and to help you. And I feel like it's the way that we've built the, the pages for you to be able to go and, you know, click on a picture and take a look at the caption and receive some type of inspiration, encouragement about your healing journey, um, whether it be a sauna, whether it be breathing techniques, whether it just be um, information about spirituality and whole body wellness.
0: Oh, I love that! I love that. Um, so and I also love these names. (laughs) The names of your classes are everything.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's um, waist beads have been trendy for I want to say probably like the last five to seven years, and um, I received mine after um, after the birth of my daughter, and. My womb, like my stomach was a place where I didn't really, I didn't appreciate it. You know, I didn't, I didn't really connect with it. I didn't touch my stomach as much as I have since wearing waist beads. And for me, it was about really just connecting with my femininity.
0: Mm, All right. Yes. I recently got some waste fees on that trip to Ghana and I think it does change something. It does kind of uptick the femininity just Mm -hmm. by being there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's a beautiful thing. And um, again, I feel like my my duty is to to share and, you know, understand that it'll connect with people who it's meant to connect with. And so I'll be here to show up. And um, and provide you know the information needed to um, for you to follow through on on your as I said on your journey because fifteen dollars and a workshop I think that's 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 a gift yeah <laughs> that's a absolutely. Gift. Yes. absolutely yeah
0: absolutely
1: yeah we'll be doing that in December and then we'll be kicking off you know a few series of workshops from January to at least May and um, you know sharing sharing and um showing up is is what we are continuing to do um no matter what happens no matter yeah. What
0: happens. yeah. Well thank you for that. Are there any other things that you'd like to share with the listeners before we sign off?
1: I would like to share um again my gratitude for you having me um be able to share, you know, parts of my story, parts of what it, you know what it is that I do my service while I'm here and in my purpose. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm forever grateful and I am reachable as well. And that was, that is what I would like to share with everyone. I am reachable and, um, and you are able to take control of your life through your practices, through um, being very intentional. And so it starts whenever you start and um thick girl yoga is definitely not just a yoga class it's a way of life and so i'm committed to you let me know if you committed as well and we can we can connect for sure so thank you for having me and um we we self-care sunday but we self-care every day though sunday is a it's a different vibe day but um, we're gonna get that self-care in today and i hope that you will as well
0: Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for coming on and uplifting everyone. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So what did you think? The face of yoga has been a skinny blonde for far too long. And I, for one, am glad that more and more black women are stepping onto the mat, learning and healing from its benefits and sharing its goodness with others. Again, if you'd like to keep up with Christina, follow her at Thick Girl Yoga LA on Instagram and Facebook, or visit thickgirlyoga.com. You can find Yo, This Can't Be Life on Instagram and Facebook at Yo, This Can't Be Life. We also have a Twitter page. Of course, we can be found on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and Stitcher. Please give us a rating or review if you like the show, subscribe, or share it with your friends. Until next time.